London Property, home of Super Prime, where you can find informative, educational and entertaining content covering all aspects of property. Hello and welcome to London Property, the home of Super Prime. I'm your host Farnas Fazaipour and today we're in conversation with Karim Bazi, who is a buying agent acting in uh, Prime Central London. Welcome back to the show, Karim. Oh, nice to be here. Um, so let's start by you telling us what you think is going on at the top end of the market at the moment. Well, it's a complex picture, I think. Um, the, the dollar is keeping the market buoyant. The dollar strength against the pound is keeping interest alive in the market. Um, uh, but uh, there, is, there doesn't seem to be a lot of um, uh, urgency to, to actually transact. So I've, I've got a really long buyer's list, probably longer than I've had for a while. And I've got a shorter deal list. So. There's a lot of people looking, they come, they look, they get excited, they go back home. A lot of them are foreign, they go back. For me, a lot of them are from the Middle East with dollars. And then they are still on the fence, they still haven't committed. I think they feel that there's more of a discount coming. And do you think they think that discount's going to come from, from the currency exchanges? No, I think primarily they see pain. In the, in the property market because of interest rates and inflation. So I think they think if we wait a little, we'll get a better, people will be more desperate to sell at better prices. I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, but in terms of the pound dollar, it's already at a good, good level, whether it goes down another few percent. Um, I think they've already had a big discount there, which covers the stamp duty, really, 15% or so. So that's a huge incentive for people who are historically been looking for a place in London and haven't actually bought anything. It's a great, it's a great opportunity. Too much watching also leads to missing the opportunities, isn't it? I mean, we've, I, I mean, I personally find that the market shifts every four or five months and you, you kind of need to step in and grab the opportunity instead of thinking, oh, well, if I wait a bit, something is going to happen. I have to tread a very careful line with my clients because I'm a buyer's agent rather than a seller's agent. If I get too pushy on them, um, they don't like it because they, they, they're asking me to find them a good property, a good price. So I have to be careful. Sometimes I want to just say, you need to do this now. But if I do, it kind of pushes people off. Force doesn't really work with my kind of clients. They like, they like to feel like they're in control of the pace of the transaction. Often, unfortunately, they have to lose a property they wanted to get some urgency in their search. Selling agents tend to be more pushy because that's their job. But for me, I have to tread a careful line. But sometimes, in fact, yesterday, I told a client who's been circling a flat for a while, you actually need to bid now. Waiting is not going to help you. Sometimes that's the advice. And he, he heard me. So let's see if that worked. And what sort of things are overseas investors looking for? Are you seeing uh, mainly purchases that are driven for self-use or are people still investing in, in, in rental properties? Uh, for, me it's, for me at the moment, it's 90% second homes in new builds. 
Okay, and that's to use for family purposes rather than to buy to rent. Yeah, for legacy purchases, for family, for, for the future, for the next 20 years, you know. So that's what I'm seeing more of than... There's a couple of buy-to-let investors um, and there's a couple of first home buyers that I've got, but the majority of my clients are looking for um, second homes in, in the new builds in central London. That's my, my personal clientele. Yes. And do you think that the new uh, builds have actually suffered a bit since the buy-to-let individuals have been taxed out of the market over the past months? I'm sorry, over the past years, I should say. So do you feel that there's opportunities in, in new developments or they just want something that's new and it's going to work and they don't have to deal with maintenance? Um, I think new builds are quite popular at the moment. There's actually quite a, believe it or not, in central London, because I know that I've, I've been looking for quite a few different searches, two beds, three beds, four beds. A lot of it's selling and selling out. There just isn't that much good stock um, of central London new builds. I'm not quite so sure what's happening in zone three and zone four. It's not really my market, but zone central London, you know, there's very little to, to offer out that's good. That isn't ground and lower or compromised views, but the good units and new builds are selling. The last two have just sold at, um, at Holland, 80 Holland Park. Okay. So there's just one left now out of the whole scheme. It took two years to, to sell, but they've sold everything. So, and that's just happened recently. And when we're talking about new build, you're talking really about the super prime new builds. I'm rather than prime, yes. Not rather yes, than I'm the ones about... that are more kind of slightly on the periphery, but they're more for the younger generations or maybe attracted to Currently, my investors. market is, is looking at the super prime new builds. Yeah. I'm, I, I used to do quite a lot of... Uh, Zone 2, King's Cross, Shepherd's Bush, buy to lets. But for me, that market's dried up because of the tax problems and tax changes. It's just not as attractive anymore. There's a lot of people uh, that are buying for, again, students in those kind of markets rather than buy to let. I think the buy, that buy to let market is slightly weaker than it used to be. Yeah, it's quite difficult. I think from a cash flow perspective, for many people, to get into the buy-to-let market as individuals because they can't deduct their interest payments from their income. And that's quite a deal breaker, I think. Plus the stamp duty. Plus the stamp duty. Um, and is there anything else that you're noticing uh, just from domestic uh, buyers? Are they, are they moving out of town? Is that whole obsession with, I'm going to move to the country, is, is that something that you're hearing from people who are selling, they've gone to the country or any no, traces I'm of that? No, the opposite. I'm hearing the country's great during the summer, but in the winter, I miss London. Um, and actually, there's people trying to come back, but the prices are higher than when they left because the COVID um, created a bit of a, a rise in prices everywhere, uh, including London houses. And uh, they're finding it difficult to come back in, actually. So, no, I'm not hearing about people selling up to go to the country. Obviously, that was the case a couple of yeah, years ago. Yeah, because we, we did wonder in one of our uh, market updates whether they'll do one winter in the country and then change their mind about this really good idea. I think so, especially if they're city people. Yeah, it's difficult. Um, I mean, some people love it. I know people who've moved and they love it and they never come back. But I also know people who kind of regret doing it and want to come back to London. Um, and uh, what's your experience with the rental market? Um, I don't really do rentals. I just hear 
what's going on uh, more broadly. I've got a, a buy to let myself and I, I think I've put up the rent about 15%. Um, and that was still actually quite reasonable compared to the... So it's crazy. There's best bids. There's people bidding without seeing. You know, it's a bit like the sales market was when it's crazy. But uh, difficult to explain. I don't really understand why it's so difficult to find rental property. Well, I my opinion uh, is maybe because they've taxed so many individuals out of the market that they've actually sold out. So we've actually got a shortage of stock. And if they want to invite institutional investors into the rental market, they like to buy in bulk. And obviously you can't buy in bulk in prime central London. So, you know, either somebody's got to actually go door to door and start putting a portfolio together to then sell to these institutions, or, you know, we're going to start seeing people moving to slightly, you know, outer zones for rentals, because it's just simply not possible to we just had a, a, an interview with somebody who said a 350 square foot apartment went to market, had so many bids on it that eventually someone just came in and said, I'll pay you 500 pounds a week. So to imagine, you know, a 35 meter apartment going for those sort of prices. Which then, it normally would go for 300. Probably. Yeah. Probably. So it's interesting you say that, you know, your tenants is accepting a 15% rent increase. And then, you know, we're all starting to think, maybe I didn't ask for enough. And then you get your interest payments and you think, I definitely didn't ask for enough. Because in a lot of cases, people's interest rates have doubled. Yeah. Especially in the buy-to-let products. Um, So what do you think, uh, what would be your advice to people now about what to do if if you're buying or, well... Um, I mean, I think if you've got um, the currency advantage, I think, and you're looking at a long-term purchase, I think it's 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 a good time to buy. Um, you know, I, I think the pound will eventually recover. So I think it's, you know, you may not be right at the bottom, but you're pretty low. So I think if you've got that situation, then um, I, think, I think it's a good time to buy. Um, I think mortgages will probably be more expensive in 12 months than they are now. Um, so... Even for local buyers, if they need to move, it, I don't think they'll necessarily get a better deal mortgage-wise in six to 12 months. I think it's probably better now if you can get something. I mean, I've been hearing about mortgages for under 4% uh, variable. So I don't think, uh, the, you know, I don't think it's completely uh, devoid of deals that are reasonable. But... Um, yeah, it's definitely more expensive than it was. What about you? Have you been hearing about um, deals under four? Um, I wish. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I'll give got, you someone's name. We've, yeah, do. Because I've, I've been uh, talking to my sister, actually, about um, our mortgages. And in the buy-to-let market, you know, it's doubled. Right. What you were paying 12 months ago to what you're paying now is, is doubled. So that's quite a... Yeah. Quite a wake-up call, I think. And uh, it makes you a lot less negotiable as a landlord mm. when it comes to renewals. And, you know, I think that tenants who have managed to secure themselves into, you know, a couple of year tenancy are very lucky mm. because when it's the other way around and the tenant's been locked into long-term tenancy and rents are going down, they just say, well, I'm, I'm leaving. But when it's this way around, right. the landlord hasn't got anything that they can do. They're just stuck into these contracts and they can't get out. Right. So the, the, 
the shift of power is always a bit mm. not very balanced. It's been great to talk to you, and I think the way that the market's moving, we might have to talk to you again in about four, four months' time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you for coming back and talking to us. Thank you. To hear more from experts like Kareem, you can go to our podcast channel where we have in-depth conversation with experts from all aspects of the real estate market. Thanks for listening to the London Property Podcast. Head over to londonproperty.co.uk and subscribe to our newsletter to receive latest updates.